This is Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Yeah, it's your man K.I. from Bed-Stuy, and we have another amazing podcast uh, for you today. Uh, As you know, Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And because we're under a pandemic, we are all honoring our social distancing, right? So we all in our own big old bed. Yes. All right. So let's see who we got in the building. Let's introduce our new and uh, first timer. Hopefully it won't be her last, Miss Camila. Welcome to the show, Camila. Hi. Thank you. How are you? Now, now tell everybody, give us a little background about yourself. I believe, are you in Brazil right now? Yes, I'm in Brazil, in Rio, but I used to live in New York, so I moved back last November. Wow. Wow. We all... Beautiful. Yes, we all have our vacation. uh, We all know we're going for vacation when this uh, blows over, right? Say what? (laughs) (laughs) You're all welcome here. Yes, that's what's up. Thank you. Careful, we might take you up on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, look, Leon, I invited myself, so you got to make your own. You know what I mean? Hey, hey <laughs> listen, she just said you all are. So oh, she did. Oh, yeah. good. oh perfect. <laughs> then, then, then there it is. We all gonna be talking it over in, in uh, Brazil. Uh-huh. Um, also, we have uh, back Miss um, A. Devon, the mastermind. Hey, Avis, how you doing? What's up, Kaya? Hi, family. How is everybody? Doing good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Excellent. And and once again, one of our, our returnees who's becoming a regular on the show, Miss Nicole, aka Hi, Nikki. Hey Nikki. Hey guys. Yes. How you how you hey, surviving Nikki. this week? I hear you had a couple of deaths yeah. in the family. Condolences. I did, thank you. Yes, yes. We lost actually uh, uh in addition, we lost the uh the great uh Bill Withers a couple of yeah. days ago. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. R.I.P. You know, yeah, man. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We're going to keep the sunshine going in his honor, right? Yes. All right. Keep the sunshine and going. Keep right. it going. And of course, we got Brother Leon. What's <laughs> Brother Leon? How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. You know, uh, just trying to make the best of it. Yes, you are, make man. Time, all we can do. So, you know. Yes. You're looking That's- good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. King Kong, nothing on me. Mm-hmm. Do you play those guitars? <laughs> you missed it. I did last week. Oh, damn. But we, we haven't aired that yet. So. Yeah, we, we haven't aired that one yet. And That's last, why. but most certainly not least, Big Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Bringing up the rear. What's going on? Everybody is glad to see everybody doing amazing amidst this crazy time that we're uh, dealing with. And again, as Nas already said, my condolences reiterated to you, Nikki. Uh, and everybody out there that's listening that has and been impacted with the deaths mm-hmm. of the that are going through this. It's not a joke. It's not a game. But we're, we're still standing strong and, and doing what we can to keep y'all entertained and keep y'all uh, keep y'all going. Yes. Yes. Indeed. So we are we ready for the feel good story today? Bring it. Yes, we Absolutely. I got one for you. OK, so there's a gentleman and, and I actually found him on uh, YouTube. Uh, his name is Joe, and Joe works at the uh, St. Luke's Children's Hospital in Boise, Idaho. One of the cool things about Joe is he's known as the dancing nurse. 
and he and some of his colleagues dance for the kids um, who are who have been, you know, under uh, the care of um, St. Luke's uh, Hospital. Mm-hmm. And he brings it. If you if you get a chance to go on YouTube, look up Joe the Dancing Nurse, and um, I actually like commented on his his dancing and then he and i have been corresponding back and forth oh that's cool yeah <laughs> I, I told him i would shout him out and uh i said it's i said now this is the type of joe that i would vote for for president and so he and i've been corresponding back and forth and, is he running uh is he running yeah he should be <laughs> that's for sure real good real good brother so big up to uh joe and some of his colleagues um, for for doing what they do to uh, uplift, inspire, and motivate us all to be of greater service, right? Because that's kind of yes. What kind of uh, what kind of it, yeah. does he have a routine? Is he just freestyling? Is he doing like busting out to Charleston or something? Or he doing he what? does a combination of a few things, and then um, some of his fellow nurses, like he's like the lead dancer, and they're behind. Oh, he gets like, them in. Okay, so yes, yeah, it's, it's actually um, really he's like Janet. <laughs> so so really, i thought that was a great film yeah. story and the kids love it great awesome. i look forward to watching it on youtube yes yeah, check that out it's yeah. funny how you mentioned that because a lot of people have hidden talents yeah go to these jobs and you're surprised like a lot exactly. of my colleagues at work have talents and i'm like oh man i love it yes yes so it's really great to know that they're doing other things besides what they do for for work Yes. Yes. Yeah. He. He. Mm-hmm. And he. And he's really into it, and the kids really love it. So, nice. big O. Yes. 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 Come on. All right. So the topic of today, without further ado, would you be in a long distance relationship? How long do long relationships actually last? And how can you make it work if you find yourself in one? And so I think this is a very excellent topic because I don't know. I mean. Uh, you know, I, I, that's that's a that's a tough one, right? Not many people imagine finding themselves in long distance relationships. They kind of just happen. I don't think anybody goes into a relationship planning to make it long distance, right? Uh, yeah. Depends on how you meet, it, but yeah, it does. I mean, there are people that do it, and they there are people that have very excellent, uh, successful long distance relationships. And so, I want to hear from a lot of our guests, especially Camila, since she's being new. We always want to defer to the to the to the newbie and see what their take is um but yeah let's and get I into be, it yeah. yeah and and i believe um camila is actually in a long distance relationship. oh hey whatever well, you go we got somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, actually yeah, exactly. we all are aren't we <laughs> mm, we, we are now social distancing at <laughs> yeah. its best yeah i mean i'm That's not the perfect timing for this theme yes yes so feel <laughs> yeah. free to share camila yeah, I think first of all, I need to let you know that I, I would never like see myself having a long distance relationship like not long ago. It's something that just happened. And I, in the past, I wouldn't think that that is something that could work. But mm-hmm. then I guess it depends on what you're expecting of a, rela- a relationship, how you get like fulfilled, what mm-hmm. you need and how well you work on your communication. So, so far, so good. Like we, we are working well with the situation. So can I ask what uh, forms of communication you guys stick to? Like what's your main way of communicating? 
I think the main way it's on like phone calls, but also uh-huh. video calls. It's like most okay. important thing. So okay, so verbally, thanks God for the internet. Right. Yeah. So at least you'll be able to verbally communicate and also see the person. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And how long, on average, do, would you say you guys talk when you uh, when you is it like an hour long conversation, two hours, half an hour, it's like fifteen minute check in? What's the yeah, we we talk, we text throughout the day, like the whole day we are updating each other on things that we are thinking about or what we are doing. But every night we actually have like an hour long conversation. Okay. I know. Okay. Now, to Leon's point, because he was saying, you know, it depends on how you start the relationship. Now, this current relationship is long distance. Did you guys begin that way? No, no. We met when I was living in New York, so we stayed together for one year, but then I had to move back because of, like, that's how life is. So Uh then he came down to visit, and then we decided that it would make sense to keep this relationship going, although it's Uh long distance. Okay. All right. Mm. And and how long has it been long distance, if you don't mind me? Uh, Since January, because that's when he left, when he went back to the U.S., uh-huh. So, but also I think it's important to mention because I think if we didn't have any plans to like get back like in person together, I don't think this would work only mm. for the sake of being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But as we do, then it's only because we have in our minds that it's a matter of time. So that that happens. okay, okay. Yeah. So y'all, this is not a permanent thing. This is just temporary yeah. for now. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Uh, anybody else who who thank you, Camilla. Um, who else has had some interesting thoughts on? Come on, Nikki. I know you got some stories. Stop playing. <laughs> she said, "Nope, I don't." Yeah, <laughs> kind of like refer to everyone else. Okay, well let me, uh, let me well, jump in real thing. quick. I'm a, oh, oh, no, no, go ahead, Miss A. Uh, we all got always. stories. No, <laughs> no, no, I want to hear Miss A. All right. Now, of course, you know, as always, let me just send out a prayer for our higher selves, you know, that our higher selves are honored inside of this uh, podcast mm. in, our, in our journey and, and talk it over. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of what Camilla said. you got to even it's for me at this point, it's not even long distance. First is the resonance of the communication and uh, your core values. You know what you're really trying to build on inside of any relationship, but if a long distance relationship is something you want, you got to really look at it because you got to value it for what it is. You're not going to see that person every day, and mm. if you're not built for that, then that's probably not something you want to do. But for me, I, I met my first long distance uh, guy when I was on the dating site. I know, I know, I know, mm-hmm. on the dating site. Uh, Who he was from North you? Carolina. And um for me it was Save it was really good. <laughs> it was really good because I just got out of a relationship with my children's father over 23 plus years. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. but the communication was great, even though. He lived in North Carolina. I think that was great because it was the whole anticipation mm-hmm. of eventually seeing each other and okay. really getting to know a person because you can't just drive up to the house. Right. So you actually have to have great communication, which we did right. when we met for the first time. It, it was great. You know, he was a great guy, you know, but we both knew the expectations were something for what we wanted inside of this moment. Uh-huh. Didn't label it anything. You know, he came to see me. 
I went to see him. And the thing is, I don't want to say it like this, but he paid for everything, even my plane ticket. Oh, so hey. you can tell he's like a stand-up dude, right? So I, don't, I think if you have those same core values, whether you're in a long-distance relationship or not, it, it'll work. It, it, it can't wait, wait, wait to highlight my, my Carolina brethren. I'm thank, just saying. Thank you very much it's for that. And, yeah, she's quite welcome. Quite welcome. Um, yeah. So let me let me really quickly uh, go to, you know, uh, let y'all know what the, what the internet, the all-knowing internet has to say about <laughs> no, <laughs> the long, omniscient long right. <laughs> interwebs. So, um some of the first first off the you know the big question is is can a long distance relationship really work and science according to some studies i'm not gonna go into the depth but they they feel like yeah it's actually although it may take a lot of work it's actually they they are quite successful um they've collected surprising data saying that they can actually sometimes be healthier than close proximity mm-hmm. relationships and I, what i would attribute that to is what uh, a divine and Camilla have said is the communication because that's really what's going to hold you together. It's what's going to keep you uh, glued coming back to, to interact with that person is being able to communicate, uh, having such a strong sense of communication. Um, one of the things that they said, look, seems like the big finding here is that because of the distance, it forces greater and deeper communication, right? Nobody's going to, yeah be on the phone for an hour long small talk. Like I, I would hope not anyway. It's a lot of minutes you're burning through just to talk. Um so you know if you live in the same area on up uh, from the opposing view, they're saying you can kind of sort of slide by in communicating by staying on the surface. You don't have to get that deep. But in long distance yeah. because of that barrier, you have to connect. You have to have deep communication. And so yeah. Um, also one of the things that they're kind of highlighting and says is kind of a positive is that because of our daily routines, our daily life, we're, we're very habituated as human beings. We kind of do the same things over and over and over because we like structure, right? So when you encounter new stimuli, which is the long distance, everything becomes heightened because this is new, yep. right? And that's why that's what yes. they do when you, uh, one of the podcasts we talked about, Infatuation versus, versus being, yeah, yeah, being yeah. in love versus mm-hmm. actually having love. That new stimuli, that's what they attributed to new relationships. When you get into it, it's like, oh, this is a new discovery. This is so everything's heightened. Everything, right. you know, you take a walk on in New York, you can take a walk on the um, what's the uh, the High Line, oh. right? Or no, the High Line over on the, on the west side. Mm-hmm. You might have taken that walk 15 times. But if you're doing it with somebody new, all of a sudden you start noticing new things about the same uh, walk that yeah. is starting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're saying that the long distance plays into that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I uh, two of uh, two two friends of mine um, have maintained a long distance relationship. Uh, he lives in New York. She lives in LA, and um, they they would schedule rendezvous at least. Um, once a week where they would see each other and they've been married for over 20 years. Yeah. And they both love this situation that they have there. There's always this fresh excitement and, and, and real joy to see each other. And they have kids. They don't, they don't have children Mm. and they're both really wonderful human beings. And so Mm. 
it's always good to see um, that it can work for people. Um, one of my good friends, um, Sandy, uh, and Sandy will probably come on one of these shows and she's got a lot to say. But Sandy <laughs> been married for about 30 years and she and her husband had a long distance relationship. And when he came off the road and stopped, you know, because he worked and he was on the road often, when he got off that road is when their relationship and marriage fell apart. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so so that, somebody's expectations was not clear on that one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it could have been that. It could have just been, look, marriage to someone for 30 years is a lifetime. They, they, sure. We just had enough. Um, and that's okay, too. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll definitely yeah. have Sandy come on and tell that story because it's really funny. Um, I've, I've been in a couple myself and, you know, uh, they have worked and they, some did not work. Um, so let me ask the ones that you, the, the couple that you've been in again that way, did, did any of them start out that way? Um, y- yes and no. So my first real experience um, the young lady was visiting this country from Japan. Okay. And then um, she left and she was due to come back to go to school. And um, so for about maybe six months, we had maintained uh, that, that long distance. And, that connection, uh, yeah. Yeah, that connection. And it, it was a lot of fun, you know, because we were anticipating reconnecting and seeing each other again. Okay. Well, you know, Did you ever make it to Osaka? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I did. Um, had a, I had an opportunity to, to fly over and that was that was a great experience as well. But yeah, we um, we we were able to maintain our relationship for quite a while. Uh, maybe close to five years. I believe we're in a relationship. Right. Nice. So definitely. It can definitely work. There are challenges like anything else, you know, inside of uh, any relationship. Um, and, uh, our relationship didn't sustain itself because of the distance. There were other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, um, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that, um, I think that, you know, besides the, the very unique feature of not being in each other's presence, uh, pretty much continuously, a long distance relationship is pretty much the same as, as being in a relationship with somebody that's actually there physically with you. And I'm speaking from my own experience because, you know, I used to think that prior to not ever being in one that I would never do it. And then, you know, having had a few that didn't actually, they kind of started out that way. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, it wasn't something where like we were together and then one of us, you know, like went someplace else and then we decided to maintain mm-hmm. it. Uh, but the one that I'm thinking about specifically was uh, a relationship in which we were together. Uh, when we met, she was visiting and I, we really wouldn't put any pressure on as far as, you know, what we were going to do relationship wise. We were just, you know, get into that, in that very, very young getting to know you phase. And then at some point I would say about maybe three maybe six months after she decided to move uh, here to New York. And so we were in a relationship physically together. Mm-hmm. At some point um, she wanted to, because like, of her you know, grandparents getting older, wanted to be by family. She decided to move back um, out West. And I, 
we decided to still maintain our relationship mm -hmm. uh, for about, I would say, a year and some change after that. But one thing that when I think back on that, that particular experience, I think that one of the things that's important to know is that as, a, as partners, you have to have like an end game. Like, you know, there has to be some sort of like plan in, in place, whether you're, you know, deciding to do this for six months or a year or two years or whatever the case is. There has to be some sort of, I think personally, just for me, where the both of you are saying, okay, we're going to do this. Um, and these are the expectations um, that, that we have individually uh, yeah. for this relationship. Yeah, but where's it going, right? Right. Because like where's, where does this... Uh -huh. Exactly, because what will happen is you're kind of getting to this like this is now like kind of like where we are right now. This is the new normal, right? Which is how we're communicating. So that's the new normal. But if somebody were to tell you, "Hey guys, um, I know this is weird and different for us, but we don't know how long this is going to last," how would you feel about that, right? Like, right. yeah, you have yeah, to have you. some sort of like, wait, uh, -uh I can't just be just floating, right? Okay, yeah. So I think that's something to keep in mind when you are venturing into that you know. or even if i would say even if the long distance is the goal then have like a very set like you said a set expectations on like exactly. hey exactly. you know this is how often we should see each other this is how long mm -hmm. i can go yep. before i start to feel like hey i'm not mm -hmm. i'm losing interest so yep. can we get some type of schedule together absolutely so absolutely. let me use that to segue and i, I want to get camilla's um opinion on this is what what are some hurdles what are some of the hurdles for our listeners out there who may be considering or find themselves newly in a long distance long distance relationship what are some of the hurdles that might be coming their way that we can give them a heads up for on kind of how to how to prepare i think one thing that it's really worth it to mention is that it's very important to really like go through the contract and really align expectations even on what is the type of commitment that, that we have? Are mm. we supposed to like wait until we are together? Like, or are we allowed to be with other people? Right. right? Like mm -hmm. having that conversation very intentionally, that's very important. And, um, and surely. It, yeah, exactly. And it's even better if you have it like right away mm -hmm. since the start. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that for me was really important. And then, like from that point, like me and my and my boyfriend, we decided that we are in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. And then having to figure out long distance, how do we go about that? Like, do we talk about this kind of things? Do we tell like each other what happens? And right. Mm -hmm. right. It's a whole other set yourself. of rules, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah. I'm you going on another date with him? Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's beautiful to be so open about it. Wow, that's excellent. I love that. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to say that you need know, more women like you, Camilla. No, I'm playing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to say that, like, I, I heard a lot of things that resonated with me just from listening, and um, I would say the level of commitment is necessary, a willingness to travel both ways, setting mm -hmm. clear expectations with an end date in mind, right? Um, being mm -hmm. secure with the person, like being comfortable knowing that they're not cheating on you or anything like mm -hmm. that. And mm -hmm. I think um, willing the willingness to travel and engage in activities together. And absolutely for me, the sex has to be involved in this, you know, um, dichotomy because like I can't even engage with somebody that I'm not sexually attracted to. 
And yes, so that, goes, that goes back to the, the, yes. the scheduled meeting, right? Like as I, far as I, mean, I, I never really scheduled any meetings. I've been in several. My, my latest relationship was long distance over mm-hmm. years. And I think part of part of the, the issues, I mean, I, traveling wasn't an issue for me. I felt secure. I felt all of that. But I think really not understanding where the relation when we were going to actually decide to be together like mm. that clear oh who you what you guys were to each other well we knew who we were to each other but like the the final commitment like when am i moving that way or you moving mm-hmm. way in game right yes mm-hmm. that yep. was very important for me and once i realized that you know, I had one and he didn't, then I mm. realized it was time to end the relationship. But I think the communication is very important because you don't want to waste a lot of time like I did, mm. you know, to get out of that relationship. You want to know up front. And I like how Camilla said, like, she she wanted to know right away, like, what kind of relationship we have, an open, closed, whatever it is. And I think that's mm. a nice way of dealing with a, a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me, throw in. let me insert so, this real quick, everybody. So you're listening to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And today's topic is, would you be in a long-distance relationship? How long um, of a would do you think the relationship uh, would last or will last? And how do we make it work? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. So real quickly, I just want to throw in uh, on top of what everybody else has already said, some of the tips just really quickly, because we talked about the hurdles. We talked about how how you make how, everybody's given their examples of how they found themselves in one and how they made it work or didn't work. But a couple of tips. Um, and this is off of lifehack.org. They have 21. I'm only going to read a few. I'm not doing blackjack here. Uh, I got a negative story <laughs> when you get done. Okay. Um, so, okay. So num- number one, they say avoid, try to avoid excessive communication. Now, I don't really know what that means. I guess that's up to each individual to determine what is, is excessive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause I don't know. I, you know, I guess if you're over communicating, it can be a bad thing. Too much of a good thing is always a bad thing. Um, yeah. View it as an opportunity. Set some ground rules to manage your expectations, as Camilla and everybody else has already said. Uh, try to communicate regularly and creatively. And that's, I think, a huge, huge cornerstone of any successful long distance. They also all threw in here, talk dirty with each other. So, yeah. Yes. I don't know, Camilla. How? Yes, I heard somebody say yes. Was that Miss A. A. Divine? Yes. All right. So, <laughs> Pretty much all the women on this. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so talk dirty to each other. Uh, try, and I don't know how this would work, but try to do things together. And I guess that's when you, you know, maybe meet up or you're able to travel yeah. to one another. Um, and those are just a few. Anybody that wants to go in and see the other, I don't know how many. I'm sorry. Just 16. one thing before mm-hmm. you. Uh, Go into Kay's bad story. See that excessive communication. It's just a person inside of their own insecurity where you need to, you know, because we're in this uh, long distance relationship, we need to talk every day. Like mm, somebody mm-hmm, really has mm-hmm. 24 hours. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that excessive communication is someone that's not secure inside of themselves, whether you distant or in the same city. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and that's what that's what they're probably meaning about it, which is probably true in a lot of cases because you are far away. Okay. Yeah. And I need as much communication as possible. So that means it has to be consistent all the time. With if you want to shower, you need to be talking to me. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can somebody from five feet away or five five thousand miles away. Absolutely, yeah. Same insecurity. I mean, you can look at it like different people have different levels of communication. For me. You know, mm-hmm. I want my man to be engaged with me in conversation. Sure, baby. You know, yes. for most of the day because I'm at work, things are happening. When I speak to my man, I want to, that makes my day. Like, no matter what he's saying to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, he might yeah. see it as, damn, baby, you might want to talk to me too much. But I might be looking at it like, you don't even know how much you add. The attraction to, is. It, not just the attraction, yeah. but how he adds. Adds value. Sure. To yes. You. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that I think, I I think kind of what we've been saying is when you set those parameters from, from the gate, then, yeah. all, you know, everything else isn't so much of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know how you, I know how many, I, I know what makes you feel comfortable as a partner as far as how we communicate, how often we communicate and stuff. So, you know. No, and that and that's that's you. So that's a, 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 and and even with that, even with setting those those uh, parameters, you know, the human element is always going to fail us. So once I was dating a young lady, um, we met in New York, um, but at some point she moved back to North Carolina. She was about ten years younger. God than damn it! This is North Carolina. <laughs> uh, I didn't have to say that. I was going to say quiet. Thank you, Leon. <laughs> Thank you, brother Leon. I, I was going to be quiet on that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's see. How, I mean, he said it's a negative story, yeah, so don't yeah, don't get so hype. Yeah. <laughs> it, it ain't the flavor you save on this one. So, <laughs> she moved back to New York, uh, back to North Carolina. Um, was living in New York at the time. And um, she was about 10 years younger than me and she was in school. And I said, listen, you're young, you're beautiful, you're educated. If you find yourself with someone, that's okay. Just, just be upfront, just be transparent about it so that when I come visit, we don't have problems. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, oh no, you know, I want you and I want to be with you and so forth and so on. I said, listen, that's fine. And I know it. And I believe it. I said, but things happen. I said, just be upfront and be transparent so that when I come visit, there are no surprises. There are no problem. We, we can resolve these things because you're, you're young. She was 22. I was 32. I'm like, I, I get it or I got it. And so I actually went to visit her. And as I was d- driving from New York, to North Carolina, at some point, I got this sense that came over me that she had been, you know, messing around. Dad. Yeah. And then, and look, and as I got closer and closer, the feeling became more and more intense. Mm. I said, okay, mm. you know, I played it. I played it cool. We had a conversation. I gave her a few opportunities just to come clean with it. It's your last chance. But- <laughs> <laughs> so um you know we we literally had a situation that that could have arose had it not been for me having the foresight and uh that bit of maturity at 32 to kind of avoid a situation that could have mushroomed mushroomed into something really ugly we literally you rolled up on it didn't you that's what happened Uh, nah man og wouldn't do that to him (laughs) we we ended up at a supermarket and there was a young man who was there and i in the and i knew i said that's Mm. the one right there 
Mm-hmm. And I told her, paper I said, plastic. Oh. It was a guy. Yeah, it was a guy packing yeah, pack the bags. It was him. <laughs> it was him. <laughs> so you know, I mean, oh, no. long, long story short is you can have the best um, line of intentions. Yeah, you can create that mm-hmm. level of comfort where a person can come to you and tell you what they should or need to, and and that didn't happen. You know, it was unfortunate, and, and mm-hmm. I I didn't yeah. take it too hard because I knew. Mm-hmm. that this was a possibility and i knew yeah. that could possibly happen that's just being misled that can happen oh. that could be happening anybody any any distance yeah. any proximity yeah. any situation and to your credit you know you you recognized ahead of time the the uh context of of what her life was about to encounter Absolutely. yeah and so, yeah. so you, know, you yeah i mean and I factored that in. And, I, and so, you know, we can communicate to the best of our ability. We can um, set certain guidelines. But once again, the human element is always going to kick in. Now, I knew she I knew she felt really bad about it. I knew it, you know, and I let her off the hook, you know, because of it. I was like, look, you're young. This was something that was inevitable. You're young. You're there. You're alone. You probably you're missing me. Um, and you're around your friends and your peers and you're kind of hanging out partying and one thing leads to another. It's going to happen. The issue really was I'd given her every opportunity just to speak, you know, and be transparent. And she never did. OK, now here's the question. Let's let's pretend that, you know, prior to you making the uh, deciding to make that trip down, if she had had a conversation saying, hey, I just want to let you know that you were right, you were correct, this is what's going on, blah, 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 would you have respected that more and decided, still decided to maintain some type of relationship, whether it be, like, would you have said, you know what, I respect that, and because you honored what are we set as expectations, this is not the be-all, end-all, like, yeah, I mean, would I've followed through and continued on with the relationship if she had told me that? Of course, some form, some form, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. because I'd already factored in that this was a possibility, you know, okay. and it wasn't a deal breaker. The deal breaker was that you couldn't be transparent. Right, and that's why I want listeners to understand, because a lot of times we put that pressure on ourselves, like, oh, if I'm if I'm very much this open with this person, this person is going to reject me and 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 not want to be with me and it takes a cur- it takes a lot of courage to yeah. be to trust someone with your transparency right yeah i mean relationships uh, take work you know any form of relationship whether it's romantic business or otherwise it all takes work and it takes a commitment to having standards and creating your core values that are in alignment with others you know I, and and i'll say um you know thank you all because to, to, this is a relationship that we're having, and to have this oh, out every week, Word. that takes a real keen understanding of core values. One of them, a commitment, other, a commitment, yeah. respecting other people's time, other people's space. So that hmm. was one of the reasons I created Talk It Over. Is once again, you know, can we talk it over? We may not agree on everything. We may not agree on a lot of things, but can we? Um, be able to create meaningful dialogue where we can discuss things, you know? And so thank you all for showing up, showing up every week. 
that speaks to the type core values that are in alignment with my very own. Well, you know, we have about what, six people here, right? Yeah. Let's let's do a poll. Like, Come how on. do you how do we feel like individually? I mean, I think we know what Camilla's Camilla stands. But uh, as far as like long distance relationships, yeah or nay? Yes. Good word. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, I, I think. Yeah. I think um, I think they're worth the and again and it is on the connection, right? I think it's mm-hmm. worth uh, I think it's worth uh, entertaining. But yeah. as you said, and as everybody else has said, you got to set those expectations and have some type of end game in sight. Not saying you have to have the end game on day one, mm-hmm. but you got to start working towards that in the in the context of the relationship. So, like, say, hey, we know for now this is going to be at least a three month thing. Right. What does it look like on the end of three months? Or, hey, this three months is actually going to go further than I thought. How are you feeling? Can we maintain this? Or, hey, you know, do we want to just make this our life? And those then that comes in those those conversations, those talking it over points. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do what you about think? You? Uh, yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Camilla. What? Yeah, just just to add one thing, because I think a long distance relationship takes commitment not only with the other person, but you have to be commit commit to like getting to know yourself, like becoming Absolute, more self aware, because yes. mm-hmm. then you don't like project on the other your your own frustrations or things Absolutely. like insecurities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, work me on. What do you say? What say you? Um, I'm kind of where you, I, I exactly where you guys are at. Like, I honestly feel like they can work. Um, even, even having been in them, I think, um, I've shifted my thought process as it pertains to relationships not working and and considering them failures. And so, um, in times past, I will go, oh, well that didn't work. So that was a failure. I'm not going to do it. But the reality is it was just practice, you know, like it was, it was just a learning process, me learning more about myself. Yes. In that vein, I would say, you know, I would welcome it, you know, and and the funny thing is, it's like people go, well, it's not ideal. And it's like, well, then what's really ideal, though? What's ideal? The reality is like, like if if you don't have an expectation for yourself set in mind, it doesn't matter whether the relationship is long distance or if you're in the same space with someone, you know, it really doesn't matter. Like the same. I think the same rules apply. Absolutely. I mean, look, the idea is that um, no matter what experiences we have, it should be an opportunity to um, to to create a better self. Right. Holistically Mm -hmm. speaking, so that we can cultivate and nurture uh, more meaningful relationships so that we can be of greater service to this life. I mean, that's what these relationships are really all about. Um, So. Once again, this is uh, Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. I want to thank all my guests once again. Camila, thank you for for showing up and showing out. Will you come back and see us and and be a part of the show? Thank you. This is great. So much fun. Hope we can join again. Yeah. And are you are you from Brazil? You said you're from Brazil, right? All right. So at some point, would you mind giving us like like, little Portuguese lessons, like little short ones? You know. Yeah, sure. Cool. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, bon dia, right? Bon dia. <laughs> bon dia. Uh, so, Nicole, will you come back and, uh, of course, you're coming back, be a part of the show. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, Miss A. Devine, the mastermind. Yes? 
What? Always a pleasure. Look forward to the next one. Love you guys. Look, you Absolutely. know Davis is fly. Her scarf and the painting behind her mat. <laughs> well, it's all about the coordination, baby. Got to coordinate. Coordinate. Well, you better recognize. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and of course, King Kong ain't got nothing on brother Leon. Leon, you know back again? Absolutely. That's what's up. Appreciate you. Big O. Yo, what's the word? Already know we in big old exactly. big old bed. Look, exactly. we uh we have been um filming uh or editing the the pilot for the dating game show, mm-hmm. and uh, big old the host. Big old man. Every time we look at that footage, bro, you seem to just expand and literally brighten up every single time. We I appreciate that, man. You, no, you, wow. you're, letting, you're letting the rabbit out of the hat, though, man. I don't think our viewers know that. You, that's, you, all they, that's all right, too. You know, they're going to see it eventually, and they definitely get the get the sense and feeling of your energy right here, right now, um, just listening to you. But when you see Big O host this, yo, it's it's really special, man. It's illuminating. So, like, just um, cut me my royalties. That's all I want. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice shirt. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Ow, this my. I'm getting ready for the weather. You know what I mean? Um. Uh. So yeah, this is nice. Nah, that's your Tiger King shirt. That's what that is. <laughs> it is. It really, oh, you can see that. You can see that. Yeah. 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 Coordinate. <laughs> Coordinate. <laughs> so uh, once again, talk it over. The only dating uh, podcast that begins in bed, and as I always say, may all your ups and downs be in the bed. Slow motion for me. You've been listening to Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.